Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David. As always, I am your host, David Calvert, and thank you guys so, so much for tuning into the show, for taking time out of your day to listen to what I have to say. And I really don't even know how that kind of became my catchphrase. It just kind of rhymes, obviously, and uh, so I just say it. You know, but anyway, thank you guys. You make this show possible. You make it viable. You take time. You share the show. Your guys are so awesome. And of course, as always, if you ever want to get in touch with me or find out about being on the show, reach out. Um, actually, you know, I do respond to every message I get on, you know, Facebook or Instagram. Um, or uh, Twitter, as long as they're legitimate questions or posts, you know, because obviously, you know, I'm not lonely looking for hot singles to share photos or whatever, you know, all of those different many wonderful spam posts that you get, you know, I'm not looking to get 5,000 guaranteed followers on Instagram and be shown how, as long as I follow this group and pay them money, you know, I'm not into any of that. <laughs> if So I do read every, every single message that comes through um, and check them. And then uh, if it's a real message, I respond. If it is a fake message, I do not respond. So with that being said, thank you guys for being a part of the show. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for leaving reviews. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening and letting the ads play. You know, you're helping me grow the show and like this headset that I'm using. It's just the Logitech H390 with the Apple Lightning to USB adapter. That was purchased with show money. You know, like I've said from from time immemorial back, you know, uh, at the beginning of the show when they first opened up sponsorships. Uh, I mean, that was like, I think after the first month I had been podcasting, the money that goes to the show from you guys that you provide with sponsors and now with ads um, goes to the show. Yeah, so thank you guys so much. You made this headset and this gear possible. You know, I keep this headset in my car. And, uh, you know, it's always there in my passenger seat, except for on the rare occasions when I have a passenger, in which case I move it. Uh, But most of the time when I'm in my car, I am recording episodes, you know, doing interviews, uh, doing... Uh, you know, different different things, or even listening to podcasts. Like, for instance, um, I just recently started listening to the Productivity Matters podcast, which is actually really cool. I learned a lot about certain applications, certain really cool applications that I've used before, but never really got into and dove into at the level that, uh, that Julian has dove into them. Like, for instance... I want to say he said he's been using Evernote for six years, if I'm correct. Uh, if, if you're listening, Julian, uh, be sure to shoot me a message on Instagram <laughs> if I got that right. I'm pretty sure you said six years. Um, but, you know, Evernote I've used before. I've found it useful for certain things, but I've not used it consistently um, just because I'm kind of a disorganized person, which I know it's crazy because I'm OCD, but for some reason, with the way my mind 
processes things, it's really hard for me to focus and write things down or take notes of things because there's so many other things going on in my mind. Like, for instance, right now, I've actually got two songs playing in my head. One is The Final Countdown by Europe. The other one is, and I don't know why because I've never even seen the movie, is Let It Go from the soundtrack for uh, Frozen. You know, I, I listened to, like, a metal cover of the song, and that's actually the first time I've ever listened to the song all the way through. So all of those months where people were totally, totally, like, quoting the song, like, why don't you just let it go? And then everybody would start snickering, like, laughing and, and having a good old time. I had no idea why they were laughing or why it was funny. Um, I just knew that was the title of the song. And, you know, so I had no idea what was actually going on. And I still, to this day, like I said, have not seen the movie. I own it. I pre-ordered it and bought it right away uh, when it became available on iTunes. Uh, because I figured it, you know, it's a Disney movie. So it's something me and my wife will watch. And for some reason, that one we just never actually got around to. My wife has seen it. I have not. Um, but generally, we like to watch um, Disney movies together. Um it was just a scheduling thing. I think I was working a lot of overtime at the time and just couldn't um, make it. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on at work. So I just never got around to it. But, um, you know, like I said, I've got those two songs going on. I've got, you know, ideas for other books or things that are rolling around. Um, you know, like, for instance, the recent book that I just finished... Um, UFO, what does that even mean? Um, you know, I just recently, uh, you know, wrote that, and that just came to me. I mean, I wrote that over the course of two days. Um, you know, it just basically, like, I mean, my, my, my uh, you know, I was telling my lead person about it, and I said, yeah, you know, I told him, you know, I was telling him about the book uh, one day. And very next day, I was like, yeah, I'm about done. He's like, well, how long have you been writing this book? You know, you're just now telling me about it. You know, have you been writing it for a couple of months and just kind of keep it under your hat? Or do these ideas just, do they come to you spontaneously? How do you come up with these ideas for these books? And I said, well, yeah, that idea actually came to me yesterday. And he was like, wait a second. You mean yesterday when you were telling me about the book and that's when the idea came to you to write it? And, and the idea for the book, the premise, and everything that you told me about. And I was like, yeah, yesterday, uh, uh, about 10 o'clock in the morning, you know, the idea came to me, and I started writing it down. And he's like, and then, you know, he's like, well, that was yesterday, and you're telling me that you're almost done. You've only got two and a half chapters left, <clears throat> and you'll be done with it. And I said, well, it's not a long book. It's going to be a serialized book, like my other book, uh... You know, which is, you know, the journey begins, heroes or monsters. Uh, it's going to be a serialized thing. So it's going to be short books in a, a, a serial format. You know, a short story, short story, short story that eventually builds together to be a, you know, full-blown novel. You know, like in the olden days, Dick Tracy and the, the Wild Bill Hickok and, and the, the older, you know, stories like that, the short stories. Like even... Um, what was it, 2001, uh, A Space Odyssey, was actually a short story uh, before it got adapted uh, into a movie. 
or I mean, a into a full length book that book and then a movie, um, Ender's Game. Uh, which I know a lot of people had problems with the Ender's Game movie, though I've got to say it was probably one of the most faithful renditions uh, uh, from a book to a movie that there is. You, you can hate the movie all day long, and there were a lot of things they left out of the movie that I would have loved to see fleshed out in the movie, uh, from the book, like more of Bean's interactions with Colonel Graff, because him and Colonel Graff actually kind of worked together, and Bean was actually Ender's uh, backup if Ender snapped, because Bean didn't think that Ender had the psychological uh, edge to actually stay and s stay the course and see it through, and Bean was actually extremely highly intelligent. He was actually a genetic experiment. Um, that's why he was so small. Uh, because he had a weird growth disorder as a result of the experimentation that was done on him. If you've never read the book, I'm going to end it right there. There are 19 books in that series. I highly recommend you read every last one of them. Uh, the Ender's Game series is probably one of my favorite book series, and I could talk about it for hours and hours and hours, um, but I'm not going to bore you with all the details of it. But anyway, that was actually, that started out as a short story that was written, and then was eventually, because it was so popular, it was adapted into a book. Um, so, you know, that is, uh, you know, that is how some of these things have come to be. Louis L'Amour, one of the most prolific um, Western book writers in history, he wrote over 240 uh, Westerns, and many of them were turned into movies. Uh, one of my favorites being The Man from Snowy River and Return to Snowy River. Um, but anyway, he wrote, and, and we're talking back, back in the day, back when you had to have a publisher, there was no self-publishing nonsense unless you actually happened to own the publishing company. Uh, and he wrote over 200 books. And the reason I know he wrote so many novels is my dad actually owns all of them. He would go to yard sales and secondhand bookstores and wherever he could, because you can't just find, you know, if a... Most bookstores, and this is even more true now than it was back then, most bookstores, if the people owning the bookstore don't like the book, it's not going to be in the bookstore. They might order it for you and look down their nose at you, but, you know, it's not just going to be there sitting on the shelf. So my dad literally carried around uh, several pieces of paper where he had handwritten all of the titles of all of the books in order. Um, in chronological order that he had and then he had a separate list of all the ones he was missing um, you know if it was like just a small group of books uh, he'd pull out the missing books list uh, first um, but he had a list of both you know so in case so he could cross reference and make sure that he didn't miss anything because uh, it was a lot of books and like I said, he did eventually get all of them. Like at one time, <coughs> before I was actually unemployed, I had almost all of the Star Wars novels. 
because I would go to the local grocery store every week with my allowance money that I got when I was uh, before I was old enough to work, <laughs> and I would buy as many Star Wars novels as I could with the money that I had earned. Um, so that was my addiction. So I eventually started selling them off uh, because um, you know Star Wars kind of went into that lull. And then when the prequels started gearing up, everybody went Star Wars crazy at that time. And so the values of stuff started going up. And, of course, I needed money because I was unemployed. So I sold off a lot of my memorabilia. The only thing that I actually kept um, from that time, uh, as far as my Star Wars memorabilia, was the stuff that was irreplaceable. Like, absolutely beyond a shadow of a doubt irreplaceable. Like, for instance, my uh, statue of C-3PO and R2-D2 that I have that was given out to the children that played the Ewoks in Return of the Jedi. Obviously, I can't just go and buy one of those again. And no, if you're wondering, I wasn't in Return of the Jedi, but one of my mom's friends had a son that was in Return of the Jedi, and so they gave that to me because the mother didn't care about um, uh, the movie. She didn't care anything about Star Wars, but she just wanted him to be getting acting roles, and so she didn't care, so she gave it to me because she knew I liked Star Wars, or it heard I liked Star Wars somehow. So I have that, and I kept that. But beyond that, a lot of my Star Wars memorabilia I sold, um, you know, and uh, times were tough. You got to do what you got to do. And so I've, I've rebuilt my collection pretty well. Um, I've got a lot of really, really awesome uh, stuff again, and it's all coming together. But, but yeah, so, um, you know, there's just a lot of really, really good um, science fiction and fiction in general that was adopted from short stories or things that were... Uh, that were translated over from books to movies, movies to books, so on and so forth. And um, so that's what I'm kind of doing with these series, is just creating little books where I can just write them in a couple days, put them out. Um, I might not come back to the story for a while, because uh, obviously at some point I need to start writing the second part of the trilogy of Hurtling Towards a Home. I've got the title, I've got the idea, so it's just a matter of going in and uh, writing it. So I've got to do that. And, you know, but I'm definitely feeling pumped because I'm so far ahead of my goals. I'm so far down the road on my goals. My goal was to write four books in 2019. Um, I wrote a total of seven, actually, original works, and then... The eighth one was a compilation of stuff that I've wrote throughout the year. So I wrote seven actual individualized books. And one was a collection of writings in 2018. And when I made my goal for 2019, I had written only Hurtling Towards Home, A Story of Hope. So I went from having no published books to having a total of eight published books. Um, 
in the month of December after I made my goal to write four books and get them published through Amazon in 2019. So, am I going to stop? No. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep putting out books. I know what I'm writing is better than what a lot of people are putting out because I've read several books by indie authors. And, you know, granted, not to say I haven't had a few continuity errors here and there. Um, Well, so far in Hurling Towards Home, I've only actually technically had one or two. I've had two. Uh, that my editor pointed out, he was like, you know, one time you said 100 years, one time you said 30 years, and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot to go back and change that, and then he was like, and one time you said that Jonathan got killed off in the conflict, and I was like, oh yeah, forgot to go back and change that too. So it was just kind of a, I missed that, like, oh shoot, I forgot that I wrote that, and I changed my mind, but I forgot to go back and fix it, so... um so, you know, I've made two continuity errors out of 25 chapters of writing. That's pretty good because, I mean, there are books that I've told you guys about where there have been, like, and, and this was within the same, parag- like, a couple paragraphs, and there were continuity errors between paragraph one and paragraph three. You know, uh, I, I did 25 chapters without a single continuity error. Or, I mean... 20, 22 chapters without a single continuity error, and then in uh, 2023 into 25, I made two. Um, and it was just simple stuff because I, you know, it was the story was in flux. It was weeks between writing because I was having some personal stuff going on, and I had to take a break from writing. So when I came back, it just I missed it and forgot to change it. So you know, life happens. You know, one day I hope to be writing full time. Where that's not an issue. <laughs> and I can just not worry about it. But we'll see. So, yeah, I mean, you know, that has been where I'm at. Um, I've actually been pitched a really cool idea for something to do that I'm hoping to implement soon, which is to do a group of podcasts or startup interviews. You know how I said I wanted to kind of do stories from LinkedIn. Um, But something else that has been pitched as a potential idea, now that I'm a science fiction author, is to do um, interviews talking, or not really interviews, but discussions talking about favorite science fiction movies. So the person picks a science fiction movie to talk about, sort of like what me and Treek did with Predator on his show, Morningstar Journal with Treek. And actually discuss the show and talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, things like that. So, you know, since that's kind of my niche right now, or niche, I should have said it correctly. But anyway, uh, since that's kind of my niche right now and my wheelhouse, since I'm in that whole science fiction writing mode, um, you know, I feel like the best way to you know, keep the show interesting is to actually take that on and maybe move the stories from LinkedIn back or kind of integrate where I'm kind of doing both. Uh, but I fixed my Calendly so that basically you can only set one appointment each day. Um, and it's at 5 PM. So basically people will just be able to schedule out uh, 30 minute days with me. And they'll either call my Google Voice number and I'll record, or we'll Skype and record. Um, I can't do Zoom because 
Zoom only allows you to actually record from a computer and I don't have mobile hotspot and having to have my laptop open and all that nonsense in the car would just not make sense because it's easier to record on my way home. You know, these types of things because I'm in the car. I can't really do anything. I, I can't eat or do other stuff, you know, that I normally do when I come home from work. So it just makes more sense to do it then. So I'm going to have people come on the show and we're going to talk about science fiction movies. They'll pick the movie. Um... I should be familiar with just about anything anybody can can throw at me, save Tariq. So if you're listening, Tariq, that's not a challenge, because I know you have seen so many more science fiction movies, um, and I think you really probably need to post a picture of your to your Instagram of your movie and DVD collection uh, wall. Obviously, you'll have to take several pictures to get it all uh, to fit on uh, Instagram, but let me tell you, people, Tariq has an impressive collection of physical movies. See, I used to have a collection like that, and then I decided to go digital. I was like, you know what? It is so much of a pain in the neck. Like, for instance, watching the Blu-ray uh, collection of Battlestar Galactica. There's like two or three episodes of discs, a disc, um, and there's four seasons. It was a pain in the neck to try and do a marathon run of that show. So, you know, I'd have to constantly, every hour and a half, be swapping out discs or something like that. I was like, you know, or every couple hours. And I'm like, you know, uh, so I got the digital copy, so I could just sit there and queue them all up. And uh, there you go. I can just watch a marathon. Um, So I just, I went digital. I sold off a lot of my uh, physical copies and, uh, you know, just went with that. But anyway, um, you know, so that's going to be something that's coming down the pike. Uh, This is the first kind of announcement about it. But yeah, so we're just going to have a back and forth conversation about a science fiction movie. Each each interview will be a different guest with a different movie. And we'll just go about it. As a matter of fact, I probably need to talk to Tariq and see if I can get him on the inaugural uh, episode. And we can set that up. You know, so that, um, you know, we can talk about, uh, you know, something. <laughs> one, one of his good movies, and then we'll uh, cross-share that upon, uh, you know, his podcast as well. You know, to kind of introduce the series uh, across multiple fronts, if he's down with that as well. So, Yeah. I think that would be good. And, of course, if you're listening to this, Tariq, you already know because I've already talked to you because I'm obviously recording these episodes a little bit in advance because it's just been a crazy month and I can't record every last one of them live to the day uh, because, you know, just scheduling stuff keeps coming up. So I'm like, okay, well, just in case, let's have a couple in reserve. Let's get them scheduled out just in case this happens. Oh, wait, it didn't happen. Well, okay, well, let's keep that buffer just in case. Oh, wait, yeah, this did come up. Oh, okay, well, (laughs) so my schedule has been nuts. Not my work schedule, but my personal schedule. I've been running like crazy. So, you know, it's with the books and with 
with trying to keep up with all that and with writing and everything. It's just like, uh, so it's like record episodes so you don't forget to record episodes <laughs> because you're going to be sitting at home writing one day and be like, oh crap, my episode is supposed to come out in 10 minutes and I haven't recorded anything. Yeah, so, you know, I try and stay on a pretty strict schedule, but it happens, you know, <laughs> especially when I get on these, like, creative moods i won't sleep for a while so we're all sleep very short periods of time and then next thing you know i'm forgetting because i haven't slept more than three or four hours and over the course of a couple of days so <laughs> you know that is um you know when i get in a mood you know i just i focus and i burn the candle at both ends and i really shouldn't but i've been like that since i was a kid so i don't know how to fix that i'm still working on that part of my ocd but anyway, thank you guys so, so much for listening. Thank you for being a part. If you would like to, please go on iTunes and leave a review for the show. Those reviews help the show grow on iTunes. iTunes is the biggest podcast outlet for listening to podcasts right now, though that tide does seem to be changing and shifting, but those reviews still do help. So I definitely appreciate it. Thank you guys so, so much. If you'd like to support the show, you can definitely do so at anchor.fm forward slash David C forward slash support, or you can just go to David C and the podcast will load up and it'll be like support this podcast. You can click on that button. I'll take you to the support page. And, you know, just like I said, the money from the show goes to the show. So anything helps the show grow, helps me buy ads, helps me buy new gear, helps me buy whatever. So thank you guys so much for listening. It's been great. It's been so much fun. I can't wait to start out these new series of podcasts talking about science fiction movies. So with that being said, have a great day, everyone. Car thoughts out. Hey, everybody. David here from Car Thoughts with David, and I just want to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle Publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So... By all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys, and I could not do any of this without your support. 
So when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.